0: With, with the, the mic. mic.
1: I'm tired, I'm starving, I'm ready I ain't with the gas, the only time I'm on the lettuce, when I'm writing with this pen Rappers can't be friends Y'all can play pretend, but see my system On the fridge, so I can't join up with Two kids, Adam gave a rib And you just feed these women lies And keep some diamonds in the hill I'm cut from a different cloth, and this cloth couldn't wipe No tears, see I'm trying to top me a tear They trying to topple me off But they do it like they sisters, kind of Sloppily on and I'm feeling like yourself Out of pocket and charged I probably take it too far I probably take it to Mars You probably take it a yard I'll take you right to the yard For the mic Gotta do it all Through the wall For the mic I'm here The stars go too far For the mic On everything I love All we love is this life For the love For the mic Gotta do it all Through the wall For the mic Head to the stars, go too far for the mic On everything I love, all we love is this life For the love, for the mic, for the love You're keeping it locked and loaded with the mic 106.5
2: WPPM-FM And you are locked into the mic 106.5 on WPPM-FM With your host DJ so. The 6 is out this week But you already know what we do here on the mic We amplify the culture and we keep it rolling And this week, we got a very, very special guest in the building. Very, very special guest in the building. But before I get into that, and before I introduce that guest, I'm going to hit something on a topic that's been going on this week in social media. Um, Cassidy and Tory Lanez beef, man. I don't know if you guys have locked in, if you've heard the Tory Lanez or seen the Tory Lanez diss to Cassidy. Or if you guys locked in and heard the diss to Tory Lanez from Cashman, but if you missing it, make sure y'all lock in and catch that. Um Yeah, and like I said, I am in the studio with a pop star on a rise, and make yeah. sure y'all lock into the new music. What's
3: up, guys? My name is Jules. I'm happy to be here. I used to listen to 106.5 my whole life. It was one of my presets in my car, so I'm excited to be here and talk to you.
2: And let's do it. Yeah. So jules is here man she's been making some major waves in the music she's dropped a visual that's been getting quite some attention recently um and we brought her here today to like tell you guys all about it tell her tell you guys about the journey and what's been going on um so jules tell them a little bit about the recent visual that dropped um you know maybe some of the ideas behind it some of the people that worked on the yeah. project with you
3: yeah so i actually shot a, villi- a video in philly um right over around the corner from here in center city um the original idea for the song so the song is called bulletproof and so for the video my original idea i wanted to go up down left right as the lyrics say in my video of philly um but unfortunately because of covid and everything center city the actual city hall building right. uh, was shut down so i couldn't get inside there and actually get to shoot inside. So we just stood okay. on the street and just got filmed there, and it was really cool. Um, Mike Chisholm, yeah. he uh, he did that video, and it's it's really really tight. I love it. Yo,
2: it's it's crazy because you wouldn't from watching the video visual, you wouldn't notice notice that you guys like didn't kind of get what you wanted out of it because it, it seemed natural. It seemed like that was like the plan to kind of get that like outside that most people like to get that background uh, scene and being in front of City Hall. It's like a it's like there was a monumental image of Philly. Like, if yeah. you're going to say, oh, I was in Philadelphia, you got to have that You got to have background. City Hall, yeah. So, um, I, it seemed really natural, and I, I actually liked the way it turned out. Um, during that day, during that visual, um, were, did you guys, like, plan to like get it the, the, that scenery. we kind
3: of so the way it happened we were actually running late we were in Philly for most of the day but then by the time we got set up the sun was starting to go down and we had a whole other location we had to go to it on this rooftop location about a couple miles down the road um, still in central Philly but yeah no it was really cool how it happened we were just having fun like we yeah. really just like got creative with different angles I know Mike at one point was literally standing in the street and him and his buddy Chase Chase is also a photographer um, and yeah they were standing in the street and cars were going by and that was my first time ever doing um a public video like that where i'm Gosh. shooting a music video and there's people that are like standing yeah, there watching. i was gonna say
2: when you're, when you're shooting in downtown like there's always someone walking <laughs> by like <laughs> And cars, su- like yeah. and cars. I'm pretty sure people walked up to you and asked you, like, what's going on here? Like, did you get that type of attention?
3: Yeah, I actually got some, uh, some extra, you know, fans. I guess we'll call them fans because they walked up and they're like, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, well, follow me on Instagram. You can, you know, check it all out. And so, yeah, I actually met some pretty cool people that day. And then also just saw some really weird things. I mean, there were people like hanging out of the car, like trying to see what was going really? on because right. obviously you have this camera and I'm like standing in the middle. So they think it's this, like, oh, are they're shooting a movie? movie like what are they doing yeah
2: so yeah, yeah it was cool i mean that's pretty dope though it's, it's good to have that like that movie feeling to a music video like you got people hanging out like yo what's going on there like um on top of it the fan base i think that's what's really key and i think that's what a lot of artists look for when they're coming up and they're being they're independent as independent artists you're doing this all yourself you're bridging out you're trying to find your fans that's and and right. When you're just shooting a video and you have these people coming up showing this, like, just a small interest, it's it's big. It's really huge to you as an artist because, like like you said, they're tapping in. They're giving you a follow. Yeah. Maybe they're tapping in later. They're actually watching a visual. It's like, oh, I was there yeah, that day. Yeah, I was
3: there. Actually, everyone who was in the – there was, like, a bicycle uh, meetup thing. I think it was, like, they had, like, a, a – i don't even know i think they were honoring some cyclist who had died but it's all bicycles so yeah. at city hall that day there was a bunch of cop cars just like lined around the building and i didn't know what was going on and all of a sudden you see all these bikes so there's like the whole community of bicycle people in my right. videos so they're all they all got a feature the like video. you
2: said that the kooky things you see just trying to shoot a video <laughs> yeah. um and also like i'm pretty sure like all of those kids um i'm a little familiar with the uh It's like the hashtag bike life movement in in, uh, Philadelphia. Especially Um, since
3: COVID when you can't really do anything else. Yeah,
2: um, and one of the kids that kind of leads that movement, his name is Rex, Bike Life Rex. Um. So he, you probably even got him in your video. And don't even in know it. it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hit him up. Tell him he's in the video. Tell him to check it out because it's yeah. It's on yeah. YouTube. I
2: will. Um. I'll definitely tell him. Um. So Rex. Yeah. Rex. If you locked in and you listening, you've been definitely locked into the show. Um. Yeah. You might be in one of our You're guest on video. video already. You are the Jules Marie
0: <laughs> music video official.
2: Um. Yes. Yeah. I think that's also was dope about the culture here in Philadelphia. Um is you can do something like that and you get more than what you you planned or you get more than what you asked for. Um, These things are like spontaneous. Um, um, You talked about um, a videographer and you talked about someone else as well. Um, How did you come about meeting them here? Did you meet them here?
3: So, Mike, I've known my whole life. But Chase, uh, he has the studio in South Philly. um, And it's actually Day-to-Day Studios is the name of their studio. And then up top, they have Obsidian, which is a recording studio with Shep and a bunch of other guys. uh, Josie and all those people at Cultivate. They're all actually, they just formed a band, too, which is cool. But I met Mike back when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. We were best friends. It was before he ever did any kind of photos or Mm -hmm. anything like that. And I remember watching him get into it. Um, so now that he's, like, on this new level, like, he shoots models that are, like, from all over the country. And he right. does all kinds of stuff. So he kind of does me a favor when he takes on my projects. He's like, you know, I guess I'll help you out. You're my, my friend. And, and
2: that's the type of love. And that's what I mean. And that's the type of love um, that you find. You know what I mean? In, in your journey as an independent artist. It's um, You'll just be doing what you naturally do. All right, I'm, I'm going to go sh- shoot a video let me contact video different videographer let me contact a friend of mine and see if they know someone that does, does videography um mm-hmm. just so i can get someone with some quality and kind of make those necessary connections um yeah and i here, definitely
3: wouldn't be i would not be where i am if it wasn't for the great friends i have all over the place like in music and in video and photo and everything because they definitely have helped me open new doors and do things i wouldn't have been able to do otherwise because budget wise i've never had money for that stuff so it's like i started from literally literally just making music in my friend's little home studio and now here we are like a couple years later
2: and that's really how it starts it it starts really from that support from the people around you um I can really can't stress that enough. Um, as we're doing this interview with you, there's also a lot of independent artists listening in. You know, they're listening to you. They're trying to get some of that Jules game. You yeah. Know what I mean? um, but... <laughs>
3: it's not an easy one, I'll tell you that.
2: Yeah, so it, it, it takes that time um, to really connect with the people around you first because um, it, it's, it's really important because those are the ones that are going to give... They might have a little studio in their basement and they might let you record there and that's, that's where you make that first hit record. Like, people are really tuning in um, because... Because they felt that energy, or you felt that soul that you put into that that project. Um, so, tell us a little about your journey early on. How did you um, first get interested in music?
3: I did music my whole life. I'm one of those where I was singing pretty much since birth, but um, I was in choir all throughout school. As I got into high school, I was in the more serious choirs. Um, We performed at places like the Kennedy Center and did all that stuff. We actually sang the national anthem at The Link, which was super cool. It was for an Owls game, but it was still, it was awesome. It's an
1: experience. Yeah, and
3: the Rockets Red Glare, like, they literally had fireworks go off. It was the coolest thing. And, you know, hopefully one day I'll do it just me by myself. But, no, it was really cool, and so... Yeah, I did choir pretty much my whole life, and then I went into college, and I actually went for music. I went and I studied music, and then about... A year into it, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I had some traumatic stuff going on outside of that, and so I quit. I quit college and I quit music for about a year. But it happens. It happens to the best of us, and honestly, I think it happens for a reason. And looking back now, I think it makes me appreciate it more because music came back to me. I didn't go back looking for music. Wait, 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 wait.
2: Digress, digress. Wait, you said something. What'd you just say just now?
3: I looking back.
2: Yeah, looking back.
3: What? Looking back, I, it all happens for a reason.
2: There you it go. It all happens for a reason. It does. That's the, that's the gems we like to hear. That's the gems right there. Y'all getting them jewels, gems right Everything. now. All oh, the
3: jewels is jewels. That's Ooh, right. Ooh, the jewels. jewels is
2: jewels. <laughs> yeah. I, I, see, sometimes when um you take a break and you have to take that sit down, um you gotta take it with grace. You know what I mean? You take your shit down with grace, and, and, and sometimes, like, you figure out that reason later on.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, and you come back harder, too. You come back ten times harder. And, like, the way it came back for me, like, music came back to me. I didn't go looking for it. Like, I wasn't pushing for it. It would just be I'm sitting in my car after work, or it's, like, 2 a.m., and I'm driving through Philly, and I'm literally just writing. And then, so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not quitting.
2: <laughs> I guess it's still happening. Right. And, and then... As you were writing, I'm pretty sure you weren't you were thinking about, I'm oh, they will to record this tomorrow.
3: No, definitely not. Definitely never even saw this like happening ever. Like with, you know, having this many songs out now. I remember, so 2019 was when Breathe became a thing. And so right. Breathe, I had written about a year prior to that in like 2018. Um, and so still was just something I kept on my phone in my notes section, which is where all my songs pretty much start. Right. But yeah, I never never really planned on releasing anything. And then when I did... It was like, okay, this is it. This right. is and, game over. We're doing I'm this. I'm sitting here, I'm
2: thinking, I'm like, that would make sense if you, you you drafted a song in 2019. You had no idea COVID-19 was going to happen. No one had no any mm-hmm. idea it was going to happen. And then you make this song called Breathe, and then 2019 Isn't happens. that ironic? <laughs> Isn't that just so <laughs> ironic? Yeah. <laughs> and then it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It all came together. Like you said, it kind of found you. It, it, it came to you. Um you thought you were gonna quit. You thought you were gonna take a, take your break. So your break ended up just being a short hiatus.
3: Yeah, just a tiny little period for me to relax a little bit and then so, come back harder. So
2: when did it when did it start kicking in gear? Um, and then you you said okay.
3: Honestly, during I, I'm back. COVID. During COVID, it happened. Yeah, Yeah, which is crazy. A lot of people, you know, especially people who had this like momentum going before COVID and they were doing all these shows, I didn't have that momentum going. So during COVID is when I picked up my momentum. So I actually performed more during COVID because I had these outdoor opportunities where the street was shut down because they were trying to do stuff for, you know, to get people back from COVID. And then also, I had more time in the studio because everybody had nothing else better to do so my studio friends and mm-hmm. i have a really really good friend of mine um who has a really great studio um it's called screaming parrot studios it's in Pottstown. but yeah so he shout out the studio yeah shout out to sam shout out to scream parrot it's actually dope it's really really awesome he's it's he's invested so much of his life into it but he just had me come in there and that's where about three or four of my songs came from and so from 2020 to now the end of 2021 um i've released probably about six songs that have just you know each one just gets better and like i get farther along in my career and it's crazy yeah
2: so tell us about um the first song a little bit more brief um when you first released it tell us a little bit about the reaction you got from it um some artists when they when after they take a hiatus or um. After they just they start to do their music for seriously, um, they get some bad reactions or they hit some blockades. Um, tell us a little bit about maybe some blockades or maybe some things, some doubts or anything you might have getting started back in the music industry.
3: It was more of a personal blockade for me because honestly, I had so many supportive people in my life who have known my whole life that I wanted to do music, and so they were just happy to see me back doing it. But then I was all. You know, I had this like expectation, which you should never have expectations. You should just right. hope for the best and prepare for the worst and just go and do it because nothing's going to stop you anyway. But I really, I was kind of disappointed when I, you know, that obviously was my first record out. So I was like, you know expecting all of this hopefully you know big numbers Super huge, right? and I think maybe 50 people listened to it at, the, <laughs> at first and then so now to like go back and look at it and also it was under a different name I hadn't come up with Jules Marie yet so right. it was just Jules with a period and I thought you know something like That'll the work. damn with a period that album was a Kendrick I'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. so I did that before him <laughs> I took that first yeah no but I really thought that that period would make me unique and it did not there were so many other that and then Spotify would get me confused with other people. Yeah. And um, so that was the only song I released underneath of Jules with a period. But then now to have all of these Jules Marie, like I go back and I look at it and it's still getting numbers. Like yeah. people are finding it from my Jules Marie, Marie page. page. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty sweet. And um, yeah.
2: I, see, I like to think um, that's the type of energy you have to have in this industry um, because you could have took that as like, ah, uh, yeah. No one's know me. No one's gonna know me. I'm not gonna go anywhere and just take that as another. You're already uh, losing up. if you yep. think like that. Yeah. You're already gonna lose. He was like, "All right, I'm, yeah, I can fix this. This it's not that bad. It's getting numbers. Fifty people. That's
3: fifty people. If fifty people were in a yeah. room, that's I tell that to people all the time, especially like my friends who are, you know, either they're just starting out or they're not getting, you know, numbers. Like I tell them, I'm like, if you had all those people yeah, in a yes. room, though. Like, yeah. think
2: about it it would yeah. be huge yeah you'd be ecstatic yeah that you had 50 to 100 people in a room focused there, on you
3: looking at you yeah or like listening to you and like your music is reaching them and that's my biggest thing too with making music is that like if i reach one person you know it's yeah. changing something
2: yeah know? and that and i think a lot of artists miss that um and that that's a blockade i feel like a, a lot of artists have too like when it comes to deciding a name um a name in this industry is very huge it has to be something that's appealing it has to be something that's catchy it has to be something that's memorable um it has to be something that can be related to you Mm it actually relates to you as an artist yeah um in your music um i think it's dope that instead of letting that stress you out you you figured it out and was like okay i can how can i really make it unique to me um, and I love the new name Jules Marie And it's, it's my name it's the Instagram. it is my name and yeah. if you haven't tapped in make sure you guys tap into Jules Marie Music Jules Marie Music S- on simple. Instagram
3: yeah it That's is simple easy. that is I'm very thankful that my name is actually simple like that like Jules Marie Music is so even looking at it it looks really clean and nice and I'm, I'm happy with it but I have to thank Google for that yeah. Google and Spotify I gotta thank them because all I did was throw my name in the search engine and yeah. nothing else came up artist wise and for Spotify I was really impressed that nothing came up and I itunes and all that but yeah i gotta thank them
2: <laughs> that's a big one too finding a name that's not actually there Taken, um yes. that's why because originally i had a name change as well did you what was yeah name? i did Tell originally me. it was jay so guapo oh
3: so it means jay
2: so handsome you know listeners might
3: not have known this these they are didn't. facts big facts
2: yeah jewels some jewels yeah jewels is jewels we're yes. dropping the jewels today <laughs> yeah. she's taking over um <laughs> I'm here to take over that's why but, I can yeah and then I I when I looked it up there's like artists there's like artists there under the name there's other DJs and I'm like okay I need something unique to me and then I was like So with J I'm Jay. so and J so, can be any, yeah. anything yeah, like, so anything like um so that's I just stuck that I just dropped the guapo I was like alright it's just DJ so now um and again thanks to Google and there you go. nothing else we came up search it yep um it's me um So yeah, even now to the point of being the verified DJ JSO on Google. So, um, oh, did
3: you claim your Google Access yes, Knowledge indeed. Panel? Oh yeah, they changed that now. They changed it a little bit, so like you can't actually post stuff on there anymore, nope, which is sad. Else,
2: uh, people can suggest. They can suggest information. Information. which I think they were
3: able to do that before, but now, yeah. So I was that was a huge milestone for me too yeah. when I was able to claim my Google Knowledge Panel, and that was something that was like actually like mine. Like when you Google me now. I'm competing with a tennis player from France. If you look up <laughs> Jules Marie, he still comes up, but I'm hoping somewhere soon in the next couple months. Yeah, it'll be... yeah.
2: get some more articles published. Yeah. Um, I'm going w- through that that phase as well. So, oh, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, so I did notice you did have a couple um articles published about you. Yeah. Um Philly you Weekly. New... Philly Weekly. How did you make that happen? Oh my
3: God, we literally they either messaged me on instagram or i sent them an email i forget how it happened but they literally just saw my instagram and asked me if they could do an interview and it was awesome
2: artists artists if you're sleeping on the grin <laughs>
3: it is your resume i actually like i work in a marketing now kind of i do like a side thing with that and i tell people all the time with their instagram that is your resume if, yeah. you, depending on how you look on there is how credible you'll be in a room with somebody you
2: Thanks. know and, and i want to hit on too like you just you just try to blow by it but we're not going to blow by it She just said I also run a business where I I do marketing. So she's not just an artist herself. She also has a business where she also markets artists. I can't stress the importance of having some form of um monetization or some form um some way to to sell invest yourself invest in money. yourself
3: yeah. if you're not investing in yourself you are farther behind in the game and you know the only way to get a little bit farther is to invest right. in yourself
2: because who a lot see a lot of artists just wait they're like waiting for someone Hoping, to come yeah hey i got a bag here you go <laughs> yeah
3: no one's going to come with the bag no one's going to come and knock on your door and be like hey i'm going to blow you up tomorrow and if you think that that's going to happen you're going to get either scammed really hard.
2: Real, real bad.
3: Yeah. Or, you know, it'll just never happen. And so, Pets. yeah, definitely investing in yourself. And I love helping other people. I love helping other independent artists, especially when they look at me and they look at my page and they're like, well, how'd you do that in less <laughs> than a year? I'm like, let's go. Let me take you under my wing. And
2: <laughs> look, if you want the jewels, it's really as simple as this. You have to be a commodity. A commodity sells. I'll give you an example. Dove soap. Yeah. It's a lot of soaps out there. You got Love Irish Dove. Spring. You got Dove. You make deodorant too. That's get, literally I wear that to you. <laughs> Yo, you got so many competition. You Old Spice. Oh man, <laughs> oh, but, but you can't hate on Old Dove. Spice. Hold it down. They still got the strong arm emoji. They still being sold every day. People are buying Dove. Why? Because they make sure that Dove is a commodity. That Dove is. Um, they got the special
0: soft skincare. Yeah.
3: yeah. See, they, they
2: have something that can exist above the rest of their competitors that makes people want to buy into it, invest into it. Um, Jules just gave you the jewels. Let's like, do it. Yeah. She says, "I'm an artist. I want you to come listen to my music." But hey, if you come with me, I cannot just make you listen to my music, but I can help get other people to, so listen, listen, to listen to your, your
3: music. music.
2: Yes. That makes her a commodity. <laughs> That makes her a catalyst to the culture. For change and for growth. Yes, always. So, um, yeah, I couldn't let you just blow past that. (laughs) That is very important. And artists need to catch these jewels. Gotta get the Um, jewels from jewels. um, That's what it kind of takes to start creating that type of success and to start getting the type of attention and getting these type of invites um, to do more to help your career. You know, reach new fans and reach new people in places that you haven't been before um Jules so tell us um you you did the first record brief um you 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 cleaned it up yeah what was the second the next record after cleaning it up and releasing first under it was then a
3: cover um so I actually did two covers first and then I brought back a song um that I had actually written when I was like It was in 2014, so I think I was, like, 17 at the time. I'm 24 now, so there you go. There's some facts for you. Putting the (laughs) years into its Yes, so literally, so I was 17, and I had my first, like, real breakup, and so I wrote this song on piano, and I put it up on YouTube. It's still on there. The original version makes me cringe, but um, my friend who's a producer, who I said we we were just, you know, hanging out in his room, like, making music, he saw that, and he's like, we could throw a beat on this and turn it into something crazy. So it's called Remember and it's crazy now it is sweet it's got all kinds of different layers to it and the beat on it's awesome because he made that beat so
2: that is uh, did he also engineer
3: pimp fried rice he engineers he is a producer and he makes like the best beats and he's a rapper he's got music out there too so check him out again pimp fried rice even
2: the people that she associates herself with even the people that she works with are multifaceted Can faceted you have, with
3: yourself is so important so important. so important
2: um it, it really leads to further opportunity um so this this song tell us tell us tell us um what you said the first original version made you cringe yes. um, and you said now it has layers <laughs> yes so tell us in your recording process is it ever um become difficult to kind of get Get your type of sound. get your sound out, um.
3: I will be honest. I'm never one hundred percent happy with my with how it it is. I always will listen to it about a million times, which I think any any artist that's like really like invested in into their music, they they do that. They pick it apart, and you're your own worst critic. Um, for me, it's like there's a certain level of comfortability. Like, I'm comfortable with this. And then, like, oh, this is impressing me. And th- But I'm never 100%. There's never, right. like, oh, yeah, I'm good with this. But I do like being able to get in there and get creative. Um, and I-, I definitely impress myself. I do. I definitely impress myself with, like, the way I'm able to kind of just improv something on there right. like whether it's ad libs or harmonies or just, you know, dub layers, like I love adding to it and making it like it's my baby, you know, I right. like to make it grow.
2: See see, what happens usually um artists kinda either get comfortable or they get too open to the engineers opinion. Mm-hmm. Or, um because engineers can be lazy. engineer maybe, um I had a discussion with one of my clients um about recording when they go to speak to the engineer they may describe something to the engineer like hey could you add that that echoey thing yeah to the, and the engineer may lingo. know what they talk yeah. about right <laughs> but just because they didn't say it the right way they'd be like oh i don't, I don't know how to do that that's something i definitely gotta learn because my
3: my lingo is so like outdated and i really do i don't really know too too much about engineering and i want to be able to kind of do that for myself too not that i don't love all of my producer friends but it's something that you got to level up at Mm -hmm. you know you got to be well-rounded and but as far as the comfortability thing i wanted to touch on something you said with that because if Mm -hmm. you are just comfortable with something that you're you know you just made it's not release ready you want it to impress you you want to listen to it and be like wow like okay that's great it might not be perfect
2: but it's great yo where's my come on man can we get a hand because like that right there man is is really it it's like you can't get comfortable You, you can't get comfortable in in a it's a field where we have to be creative it's forever changing So how can you ever really be comfortable Mm -hmm. if being uncomfortable and going outside the norm is how this industry kind of works?
3: And stop, like T-Pain says, stop trying to sound like everybody else. Facts! (laughs) Be yourself, damn it. The inflections in your voice, like if you think about anybody, you think about oh my god, Alicia Keys, you think about any Beyonce, you think about the inflect, like the inflections yeah. in their voice, like those little tiny gritty things or like the way they say certain words, that's why you love them so yeah. much. And so with me, like, I'm not trying to sound like anybody else right. and wanna- I'm not trying to stick to a genre, I'm not trying to do anything. Like, I just want to be me,
2: you know? Yeah. And, and honestly, just make good music. Good yeah. music, good music. Um, that's gonna be digestible. Um, Impress yourself. Yeah. Um, honestly, that's the goal. Um... So tell us a little bit, um, about some of the goals you have, um, now, now that that you've reached, um, the point of having your music out on all platforms, the point of having a new music video out that's doing really good numbers right now, um what's next tell us what's next for Jules Marie
3: I just want to keep leveling up honestly I mean I keep setting these goals for myself and they're like five year goals and then I smash them within a couple months and I'm like oh god what am I gonna do now oh, like,
1: that's a blessing
3: I love that yeah and I gotta like just be so just thankful every single day for like the amazing opportunities that I've had and like the things that I'm still doing and the, I mean every day I feel like you know yes i put a lot of work into it but i honestly feel like these things just fall into place for me where i'm yeah. in the right place at the right time and um so yeah so goals wise um i'm working on a tour and i'm working on an album let's go yeah i'm working on a tour and i'm working on an album, and i finally have my passport so fingers crossed with all covid things yeah. i will be traveling
2: um get some overseas get some dates
3: in europe yes yeah. so that's um
2: yeah. well if you do I have a recommendation. Go ahead. Um, tell me. Tell me. One extra. Definitely check out one extra. One uh, extra. What is it? Um, DJ Westwood. He's in the UK. Are they BBC really? Yes. Are yes, they? Yes. Oh, yes. Sweet. They, they are a part of that BBC network. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So they it's just like us. It's like a sub network. Is there? It's called One Extra. Um, the DJ there, his name is Westwood. He's been there since forever, Since forever yeah, yeah so your whole um, life when you're yeah to my, my whole life i've been listening to westwood um and he's still doing his thing um so if there's anyone you definitely want to check out there um who's definitely show major love to independent artists um overseas all the time even american artists like um, all right
3: uk i'm writing it down yeah on the, on the check
2: list. check him out um he's definitely one of my goals um for bridging like i'm, I'm definitely gonna throw an event Add DJ Westwood into the mix because you, yes. you had you had to
3: yes, and that's I can't wait for all this stuff to go away so we can all just like have big events again because yeah. like the people who are on my team with the marketing thing I'm doing they're all in Miami yeah and they're talking about getting this you know artist collaboration show together and we got some big people in our in yeah. our network and and that'd be
2: good for the tour yes, Miami date like
3: put them down there yeah I would absolutely I can't wait I'm so excited for everything. yeah
2: um honestly that is usually. Um, the goal? I mean, I would say that would be the goal for most independent artists. Get yourself to that point where you feel confident enough um, to set up a tour and know that people are, people are going to buy those tickets, um, that you feel comfortable enough to drop your debut album. Like, yeah. Oh how does God. that feel? I mean, some artists um they don't even care they'll just drop anything and yeah then I singles, know and some... singles and singles
3: singles which i'm doing i have not dropped an album yet yeah. um i definitely and it's there's a lot of pressure especially from like a professional standpoint with an album yes. because there are so many great albums of like all these legends like when you make an album It shouldn't just be a bunch of songs that you slap together. You know, it's it's got to have either a story or something that connects it through. Um, And so for that reason, like, I want to get a lot of really good collaborations on there. Mm -hmm. I want to have it be take you through a journey throughout it. And so it's taken me a longer time than I wanted it to take just because... There's a lot of work that goes into it. It's not like a single where um, I actually have a single coming out. I'm not sure if I'm going to set the date for September 14th yet, so possibly. But it's called Make It Up To Me. But I could drop. Yeah, yeah. Make It Up To Me, Jules Murray. It's a slower one. I'm excited for it. But I could drop singles
2: all day. Y'all just got the exclusive. (laughs) There it is. is. There's the bomb. There's the bomb. But
3: yeah, no, I definitely, album-wise, I'm excited. I'm excited to get that all going and... I, I hope that it'll be well received. I'm actually trying to get into the Recording Academy right now, so I need 12 works as okay. you like you register. Today. So if anyone doesn't know, like the Grammys is actually just the Recording Academy. A lot of people right. like just focus on the Grammys, like that's right. their show. You know, they made right. the show. But the Recording Academy, like Philly, has a chapter, and yeah. I've met a lot of really cool people. Um, Mitch Beer is one of them who are in the Philly chapter, and like they're just so talented. Like those people, right. like they're on another level with music like that's you know the professionalism with them is like that's it you know
2: yeah and i think that's dope um and if you guys missed it that was another gem um if you missed it uh just learn how to get yourself introduced to Net- that grammy work. Work. Yeah.
3: network network your network because is your, your network. worth yet say it louder for yes, the people yes. in the back yes.
2: um So yeah, um, I think that's super dope too That you even started preparing yourself for that Um, uh, That's a big deal um, To get yourself Performing at the Grammys Like um, a lot of the times There's a a huge budget There's like a huge um, Planning put behind something like this Um, So yeah, the fact that you're Doing it now and that you're already prepping yourself um, For something like that And before you put your album out too Mm -hmm. This is key I'm gonna, I'm gonna digress a little bit for the artist that's locked in, for the independent artist that's tuned in and looking for them gems, them jewels. jewels. Yes. Um Yeah, before you drop your debut album, your debut album is like it's 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 your representation of you as an artist. This this is going to determine how how much respect people actually put on your name as an artist. So you want to you want to have some type of Um, Plan going in Plan going in Before you even drop it You want um, The the, the songs You don't want to just Compile a bunch of music And put this out You want Your album To tell a story Especially your debut album Yes It should be like The story of your journey And like What they can expect from you and
3: show all your different sides too. Yeah. Like I think a, a lot of people try and make an album sound the same throughout and like you have like a certain sound to it. And you can do that if you're going to do multiple albums, then have one that sounds like this and have but if for your debut album and if it's probably like for me that album's probably going to be like I won't do another one for another year or two. Like this right. is going to be the album for a while, you know? So I'm going to do a little bit of my R and B stuff, a little bit of my pop stuff, maybe a country song. Who the hell knows? I mean, like I haven't done that yet, but, um, definitely, definitely not afraid of going into different genres and, and just trying it out. And
2: yeah, I think it's important to, to like bridge those gaps in music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, music itself is just music. It's just sound. Yeah. Um, and, um, classification just comes from our ideology you know how we look at it
3: yeah everybody likes to put boxes on yeah so
2: because i I, like for instance um when i heard the song so far going like i could clear i could classify that as an r&b song
3: someone told me that's one of the articles that was written about me they called me a female rapper with that song and i'm like all right i mean whatever and i love that like you did a
2: couple bars in there like you dropped a couple bars i write
3: a little bit it's all right (laughs) i can't freestyle for anything but i write a little bit that's yeah no it was it is like that the flow of it definitely is because i'm i'm influenced by rap and hip-hop and r&b and so and especially because the person who made that beat he's a rapper he wrote that to be a rap beat so every time i take one of his beats and i do something different on it he's all like oh i did not expect that but hell yeah
2: and it sounds great it sounds great um i I think those are like those bridging gaps um, cause that song can also be considered like a pop song. Yeah. It can, you know what I mean? Whatever
3: you, that's what I love. I want whoever's listening to it, you put it in whatever box you want to put it into. I'm going to stay outside the box and I'm just going to keep doing whatever I'm doing.
2: Thanks. I think, it, and that's good that you have that, um, universal sound. A lot of artists don't, um, have that. They don't have that. Or... They have it, but they just don't know how to. They're
3: afraid to use it because they wanna. Because you're, we're taught, especially like in the industry, we're taught to pick a genre, pick a lane, mm-hmm. and stay in it. It is important to stay in a in yeah, a lane. Know your of. lane, yeah. Know your lane, but then don't be afraid to kind of crisscross the lines a little bit and swerve off, yeah. you know, here and there.
2: You know, hit hit, hit do the dash. Every
3: yeah, now and then.
2: do a little bit, a little bit, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's not it's it's like not scary. Like if you love something and if you're passionate about it, like if you're passionate about different types of music. Now I'm not saying if you don't like country music and you or you don't like rap or you don't like a certain type of music, then don't don't go yeah. there. But if you love it all and you're passionate about it, like do it absolutely because yeah. there's no harm.
2: Um, not only that, but there's been multiple instances in the industry where you have an artist. Maybe you are the type of artist that you're just interested in doing R and B. You're just interested in doing country. But there's those moments where an opportunity presents itself yourself to work with a hip hop artist Do or it. to work with a pop artist or yes. an R&B or a rap artist. Um, and then that's your sound. That's your opportunity to, you know, bridge that sound um, and create something totally new.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so what project, which I would ask you this, which project um referring to your singles out because you haven't dropped an album yet. Not yet. um, That you feel like the listeners um, should tune into.
3: Definitely So Far Gone. So Far Gone was my favorite song I've ever written. Um, And it's climbing up there now. I used to say for a while when I would do these interviews, I'd be like, you know, So Far Gone's my favorite. It's my least popular. But now it's actually, it's almost at 100K. So it's hitting up there. It's my second popular. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Wait,
2: Wait, wait, wait. You said that's almost at 100. And that's like, the least popular. Wait, so it the, was my
3: the, least and what? now it's climbing up there. So my most popular song is Let You Go and okay. that one hit 100k like a month or two ago and I, the day that happened you could not get me to stop smiling. I was like all bouncing off the walls I was telling everybody I knew I was just like oh my god this is amazing um, and now it's it's somewhere around like 150 or 160 or something but then all my other songs are slowly starting to yeah, catch up to go. it. Yeah let's go you so, putting up
2: them numbers. No I'm
3: waiting for a million now. So now so I wanted <laughs> first I wanted a thousand then I wanted 10,000, then I want 100K, now I want a million. I oh want that gosh. million stream. You number. sound like
2: me um, working with my clients. I'm like, because at There's first no I remember ceiling. it was like, yeah, let, let, we're just gonna try to hit 10K. Right. Yeah. We, we, then we hit 20, it was like, all right, let's go oh, let's for go, fifty. Yeah. All right, fifty. All right, let's go for hundred. We're just
3: gonna keep going. There is no cap. There is literally no ceiling, no cap. Like you can literally keep going as as long as there's people in the world, and there's yeah. seven billion freaking people seven, in the world.
2: Did you guys hear that?
3: Seven is, billion. I'm writing. That's actually lyrics in one of my new songs. So don't you sheesh. and none of you steal that. I didn't don't, actually don't, write it yet. Don't take the lyrics.
2: But yeah, seven, there are over billion, 7 billion, people.
3: billion freaking people in this world. There are. There yeah. literally are
2: geez and so yeah the 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 opportunity is endless especially for music um i would say um what a lot of people miss um is that that one thing like you said um they get so concerned about um that 50 versus that Mm -hmm. 70 billion
3: like (laughs) is like be
2: happy with everything
3: enjoy actually my so my my dad. I don't get to see my dad that much, but he got me this bracelet for my birthday or for yeah. Christmas. I forget what it was. Um, and it says, enjoy the journey. And that, yeah. I wear it all the time. Whenever I'm singing or whenever I'm doing anything related to music, because that's what it is. You got to enjoy the whole process.
2: Yeah, you know? the whole process, the whole journey. Um, and once, once, when you have a plan, here's the thing. I think, too... Part of the reason maybe it's, it's easier for artists, certain artists, to smile and, and move forward in this journey is is because they just are confident enough in their plan. It's like, okay, like you said, um, I, I just dropped the singles. I've been on the single wave. I may drop in a couple more singles, maybe not. But the overall goal is the album. So I'm just being patient till then, putting mm-hmm. it together. I think um, they missed that, miss that part, that, that small having that confidence and knowing what you're doing is already good enough. You know what I mean? Knowing that being you is already good enough. That that's going to help you reach the heights that you want to reach. I
3: am Jules Marie. I am Jules Marie. I'm not anybody else. And everybody else has their own journey. This one's mine, you know?
2: Um, It's your
3: dream. It's your everything, you
2: know? So, um, I know it gets a little discouraging for a lot of artists because they don't have um, that support system. You spoke about, um, you know, a lot of people, even when you first dropped your first single they were there to support you um do you want to give a little shout out to some of those people that have been here with you on this journey um and have been supporting you since the beginning
3: everyone and even the people who doubted me honestly i want to thank them because literally i i'm so blessed honestly to know you know so many people in you know in music and then just in life like i've been that's why i wrote lucky's cuz i've literally been in both ends like i've i've had you know different perspectives of different types of people and different areas and so i've met so many people and so everybody i've met i want to say thank you and especially my family my family and shout
2: out to the fam shout out to the
3: fam yeah and all my friends and yeah everyone especially you know Especially Pimp Fried Rice, Mr. Jared, because he is, yeah, he's putting he is, the
2: works together. It wouldn't,
3: up. yeah, it would not be what it is now if not for him. So,
2: yes, man, definitely shout out to you. Um, the Mike, you know, DJ Jason is loving the music over here. Um, definitely can, you know, whip and send, you know, send something <laughs> over to the email anytime. Um, yeah, Jules, I mean, it's, it's honestly been dope. It's been a pleasure speaking with you here today. Um, I would say, if, is there anything you want to highlight on or tap in on before we tap out?
3: I got shows coming up. Definitely. Oh, where the show at? Tell
2: us where I the show I got at.
3: a festival. I'm actually a headliner at a festival in New York. Headline? My first festival ever, and I'm headlining. It's crazy. It's a smaller festival, so it's nothing crazy. There's not, like, giant names there or anything, but I'm, I'm really excited. It's going to be, it's Flow State Festival. Flow State Festival. It's August 27th and 28th, and okay. it's in Rock Hill, New York, so it's kind of close to Albany. Yeah. It's upstate. So. okay
2: so if y'all in the area if you definitely in upstate new york you like man, camping
3: you like flow state type of things you go lock on in. And lock in with
2: that festival it's gonna be dope um any other any other shows
3: um yeah i mean i do a, a bunch of like smaller stuff i mean i do my whole schedule is on my yeah. instagram oh. so definitely peep the instagram look at the instagram every day for i got stories and i think i'm pretty funny so if you want to get entertained yeah, tap, in. <laughs> tap, tap in. in jules marie music on everything
2: yeah, man, um, so you guys know you are tap in with the mic, 106.5 tap, tap, tap. WPPM, <laughs> 106.5 FM, this is your host, DJ J-Show, The Six is out this week, you already know, man, hopefully we can get The Six back in here, make sure y'all DM The Six, somebody DM The Six, tell them we miss them, tell them to get back in here in the studio. Come back
3: in the studio, <laughs> yeah.
2: So we can keep this mic thing going, man, Um. but... Until next time, y'all, man. Peace out. If you have viable insight or experience in a specific niche like I do, then you've probably thought about starting your own podcast. But because I've been there, I know getting started can seem overwhelming. Buzzsprout is the premier podcast hosting site for all newcomers and veterans. With clean, easy-to-use interfaces and high-quality analytics, managing your podcast
1: has never been easier.
2: It was literally the easiest and best way to launch a professional podcast and they helped us and over 100,000 podcasters already get started. Get listed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more. We got a great looking website, audio players that we could drop into our main website, detailed analytics so we know how people are listening, tools to promote, and even more than that. Monetize, analyze, and multiply your listeners today with Buzzsprout. Sign up now using our link and get a free $20 Amazon gift card. Just for joining the Buzzsprout family. And remember to tune right in to the mic. 106.5 WPPM-FM. And now, lock into Jules Marie. So far, gone.
0: Are you living or surviving? It's easy to pretend we in a world so yes. I pray so for, for peace in this moment I release in this moment On my knees in this moment Yeah, we're so far gone No, I can't breathe in this moment Walk on my feet through this moment Just give me a second, I need a moment Cause we're so far gone Turn the lights off, Somewhere to light now. Try to fight out. You really feel Please just tell me something real. Cause I'm dying out. It feels like you're lying, my dear. It's not that deep, no need to tread water. I'm so sorry to the people that I didn't know I heard. Good intentions, wrong direction. Can't remember. Probably said the wrong words. Not that. Can't take it back for what it's worth. Desolé, lo oh, see, I'm the I sorry I pray for peace in this moment. I release in this moment. On my knees in this moment. It was. So far gone, no, I can't breathe in this moment Walk on my feet through this moment give me a second, I need a moment Cause we're so far gone I pray for peace in this moment I release in this moment On my knees in this moment Yeah, we're so far gone No, I can't breathe in this moment Walk on my feet through this moment Just give me a second, I need a moment Cause we're so far gone There's nothing left to lose So we're winning right Can we take it back to the beginning Figured out we couldn't get it right. And yeah, this world's just a That we're all just playing too hard. Taking it all just a little too far. You know that nothing seems real, no, cause it isn't. And oh, I wonder even if we could be living, would we really do it any different? I pray for peace in this moment. I release in this moment.